Well, welcome back to Morning Glory. Uh, Liam Alexander is going to join us uh, the back end of the show, well, midway through the show. Uh, Shawshank Redemption movie of the week, but also his tips for the uh, the films to uh, to watch during the summer. Got a uh, text message through from my uh, the uh, producer of the family podcast, uh, Gav. He said, great start, best start to a radio show I've ever heard, but please, enough about Beckham, let's go back to Foreskins. <laughs> uh, good call, Gav, but mm. it's time for Webster. Never thought forever was the best I could do. Webby, 4 a.m. Sunday morning, Sydney time, Super League Grand Final, uh, final game for Mitchell Pearce. It is. Is he circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we didn't get into that when I interviewed him for the Herald okay. earlier in the week, oh, but I can text him. It has, has, we don't, yeah, we, we dodged the big questions. Mate, are you circumcised? Oh, it is Mitchell, so may, maybe, not, maybe not the biggest question, but um, <laughs> I've, I've interviewed, you know you get an old, Matty, you know you get an old when you see, when you've covered the first game of someone's career and now you're finishing the last. So I've done so many stories on Mitchell, good and bad, over the last 16 years of his career. He's – I really like Juju. He's yes. a good kid. He's he's a, he's a he's a guy who came in with so much expectation. He had the weight of his surname. Um, people – obviously, he was the punching bag for everyone during origin, his origin days. And, and Webby, people forget – Came into that Roosters side at a transitional period, going through lots of coaches, difficult period. Won a comp. Yep. Um, he won an origin in the end. And uh, he's now playing his last game of football. He's, he's, um, he's finished off his career with two, um, two seasons at Catalans. He talked quite openly about how much the, the Tigers and the Roosters talked to, to him about coming back next season. Um, his hammy's not great. I don't. I think his body's just at the just at the end. Um, and as he said to me, like he he was weighing up those offers to come back to the NRL next next year, and he just sort of had a light bulb moment and went, "Why do I need it? Why why, why do I have to do it? I, I'm done. I've got. I'm ready for the next part of my life." And I've got to say again, as I've, as someone who's interviewed him through all the good and the bad times over a long period of time. God, he was a different guy to talk to the other night. Like, we chatted for about an hour, and he was on and off the record. It was just good to see him in a really happy place. So, like, And, and it's great because he gets to finish his career in a, with a grand final at Old Trafford trying to win Catalan their first title in anything, which is fabulous. And you know? what yeah, what, what a legacy to leave in the south of France, in Perpignan, doing that for, you know, for Catalan Drake. Such a huge game for French rugby league. Yeah. And uh, up against the Wigan Warriors, but... You know, Webbing, you just said that. One of the things that was great for Mitchell, and he used to say how much he's changed and how he's engaged, is isn't funny. Just doing a little step out, out, out outside that NRL furnace. That's right. And you know, to, to go back into that, he's made the right decision. He must. I don't know. You've you've done it. Like it must. It must change you, and and you must grow out of it by going and playing football in another part of the world, where it's you're not. Like totally he's, and he said, Perpignan is like so rugby league obsessed. He said it's a, such a strong union area, but it's so rugby league obsessed. And he said it's the, and he said just to, to be able to win it for their supporters would be great. I tell you and, what, any bloke that deserved to finish his career in the south of France after the whipping he got oh, during Origin, mm. it's Mitchell Pearce. Yeah. yeah, like I, I think it's one of the, one of the oh, like obviously it's rugby league is part of it, but it was one of the most unfair parts I've ever seen of a player's career. How it was always Mitchell Pierce's fault, and you never looked across and said he's playing three or four immortals right yeah, now. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Right. Yeah, like, what, what do you right. expect? You know, and 
it's it's sort of fitting that a bloke who's had such a difficult time goes to a club that has endured really difficult times. Like the south of France, rugby league was a powerhouse until this year. I'm not going to go, but post World War Two, it became the illegal, uh, the uh, forbidden game. There's mm. a book Steve Mascord, one of the guys, wrote about uh, the forbidden game down there, and it's really interesting to listen to the, listen to the history of rugby league in France. But to see them on the cusp of winning a competition is fantastic for French rugby league, but also that Catalonia. Like when they won the Challenge Cup a number of years ago, mm. they had like a civic reception in mm. Barcelona. Wow. Imagine that. You know, wow. because, I mean, Cat- the Catalonian culture now, you know, there's, there's that real, you know, for the Catalonians, that drawback to want to be an independent country away from mm. Spain. It must be hard to be a professional athlete living that close to Barcelona. Oh, <laughs> my it God. Something? It would be terrible. Uh, Wigan, Catalan, like, is Wigan the favourites going in? Yeah, Wigan, they yeah, are. They they're, are. They're, they're in the betting, they're, they're slight favourites, but I mean, they've got a good t- side, Catalan. Um, Adam Kieran, Tyron May, Mitchell Pearce, uh, Alex Chan's the young bloke who's going to the Melbourne Storm. He, he's a very good player. Alex Chan's on the coaching staff there. Uh, uh, Ikevalu, Matt Ikevalu, uh, Takiyaho, Sam Tonkins. Sam Tonkins. It's, it's that, very that's good. Semi, mate, that semi-final was ta- ta- fantastic. Yeah, Tyrone May's going good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. He signed with Hull next year, but but Mitchell seems to think year after that he he's more than capable mate. of coming back to the NRL. Now, the Everest, Webby, oh. and our man Singer, um, if, uh, well, if this horse wins, 40,000 beers. <laughs> There we go. Hawaii, hey, how are you, bro? <laughs> Hardy ho. Um, uh, I was at the barrier draw on the uh, boat. How was it, the barrier draw? What I can remember, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if P- Peter Volandis, he didn't really talk the joke when I said they had it right at the end there. I said, so when are we doing the P- barrier draw, PVL? And he went, we've just had it. <laughs> he thought I was serious. Oh, but they, they, he tries to outdo himself. It's like it's... It's amazing what Volandis has done. I know I've been critical of him in various things over the last couple of years, but you can't deny his ability to get shit done. Incredible. So, so in the last six years, this is the seventh year, it's like the second highest wagering turnover behind the Melbourne Cup. That was straight away and easily the most wagered event in Sydney. But I just love how it's, sh- it's shaken things up in, in October in, in Sydney racing. He didn't miss a uh, senior... Victorian race official through the week, he called him an entitled dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> he, do, he just, you know, he just gets right under their skin, oh, yeah. he, and they and he and they just react to it all the time. Um, I, but as I was sort of said to, to I was actually uh, going back and forth with the Landys this morning. It's like it is possible to like Victorian and Sydney racing. Mm. You know, it's not one or the other, but it's it's such an event, and he he loves outdoing himself each year with the barrier draw. So this year we get on the boat and. We, Put around the, the harbour and, um, and we park in F- Farm Cove with the Opera House and the, and the Harbour Bridge in the background and this massive wall of water came up and they projected the projected the, the barrier uh, numbers onto the, um, onto sure, the wall. Are you water. sure you're only drinking? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think that's what, I think that's what happened. But it was, but it was incredible. It was, but he was all upset because he said, oh, the wind come up and, you know, it was like slightly disordered. And I said, Peter... I know you're a control freak, mate, but you've got no say in the wind. Uh, Although I'm sure you're working on it at the moment, trying to get some influence with board members. Elton, Elton John once said that uh, he knew he was descending in the madness when he woke up one day and it was raining. He said, who can I call to stop this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I had a big night. I wasn't that big. Uh, but, I, yeah, anyway, it's a good race. But there was a lot of mail on that boat for overpass.
Yeah, right. Bef- that's before the barrier draw. And then and then it drew well and so then uh the price I think it opened I think after the the market opened after the barrier draw nine dollars. So there's a little bit of a tip out there for all of you out there. I'll tell you what, he's captured the market he's after, the youth market, the younger market with DJs who got Empire of the Sun playing after uh, after the the uh, the meet. Uh, the other one is uh, looking to put fans on the inside. inside yeah. I mean, that's a no-brainer. But, It'll I mean, forty they've got 46,000 there last year. They'll get it this year. Like, that's capacity under licensing laws, um, so they can't have any more. But if he does open it up like they do with the Melbourne Cup or the Kentucky mm. Derby or whatever, like, who knows oh, how many well, he's, people can get there. But when, a, they, when they build all this infrastructure, the new stand at Ramwick, the wink, and with the eye to do the wink stand and the car park and the light rail, it was all about trying to get people back to the races, and that's what he's done. Yeah. And, it, and you haven't probably seen those crowds really since Black Caviar's last few races at Ramwick. And Winx's last few races at Ramwick. His eventual plan, of course, is to run the Everest over the Harbour Bridge. He said on, that before. On, I know. Yeah, to lay the synthetic synthetic wow. uh, track, which they've 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 got now, they're, or they're mastering um, in, in France because they want to they want to race the big race. There is called the in France the Arc de Triomphe. Arc de Triomphe. They want to do the Arc de Triomphe down the uh, Chantelys. I know. And so he wants to do the Everest across the Harbour Bridge. Oh, oh my would you, God! Would they have to pay the top? Uh, you need a knee tag. You know what? Let's do it across the Anzac Bridge. Or <laughs> 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 across so. the Dromoyne Bridge. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, the Calang Bridge on yeah. the north coast. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. We'll take, I was going to say something else. <laughs> but you can't really say that these days. Uh, we'll take a break <laughs> on this day next.